I've heard it said you steer where you stare. We are bombarded daily with voices vying for our attention. And if we fill our days and minds with Netflix and social media feeds, we can get off track pretty quick. That's why I developed a 30-day music challenge. Listen to Christian music exclusively for 30 days. The challenge is free, and I'll be right there with you every step of the way. Head over to michellenizette.com forward slash 30-day challenge to sign up. Change your music, change your life. You're listening to More Than a Song, episode 279. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Than a Song. My name is Michelle Nizat, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the truth of Scripture, hidden in today's popular Christian music. My goal is to teach you to connect portions of God's Word with the songs you're singing along with on the radio, to help you meditate on truths that will transform your way of thinking and ultimately your life. Before we get started today, if you are listening to this episode before July 12th, 2019, then I want to invite my female listeners and ask my male listeners to invite their favorite ladies to attend the Women's Conference at First Baptist Church, Jonesboro, Louisiana, where I will be the keynote speaker in four sessions over a Friday evening and Saturday morning. You can find the link to the conference on my website at michellenizat.com, and the conference theme is Complete in Christ, and I'm really excited about what God has given me to share. The conference begins begins the evening of Friday, July 12th, and ends a little afternoon on Saturday, July 13th. And now let's start this episode. It is actually a replay of episode seven, but I heard the song do something this week, and I feel like it's the perfect partner to where we left off last week. This week, we will look at the compelling song by Matthew West, Do Something. Our verse this week is not directly referenced in this song, but I wasn't surprised when it was the first verse that jumped to my mind because it is in the book of James. And I want to take a moment to remind you what my goal is for you each week as you listen to this podcast. Whether this is your first time listening in or you've heard some or all of the seven episodes so far, my goal is to connect God's word with the songs you're singing along with on the radio. But my ultimate goal through this connection is that you will spend time there in God's word. And I don't want this podcast to be another devotion style solution to your week. I hope as we dive into God's word that we will be challenged by what we see there. I hope that as we are challenged, we will be reminded of the life transformation God has for us every time we hear the song we're highlighting. But most of all, I hope it will be a jumping off point for the week or month to get you into God's word and give him the best opportunity to change the way you think because of an investment of time, of focus, and of energy. And I don't want this to be another nice message you hear during the week. I want to be the catalyst to get you into God's word for yourself. So let's jump into God's word right now and use Matthew West's song, Do Something, to help us get there. Now listen. If not love that line. It's not enough to do nothing. It's time for us to do something. Our memory verse today is faith by itself. If it is not accompanied by action is dead out of James chapter two, verse 17. I want you to grow in your faith and you do that through reading God's word, prayer and fellowship with other Christ followers. But as you grow in your faith, it's not for you. It is to be the hands and feet of Jesus so that others can come to a saving faith in him. 
Christ has no body on earth but yours, no hands but yours, no feet but yours. Yours are the eyes through which Christ's compassion for the world is to look out. Yours are the feet with which he is to go about doing good. And yours are the hands with which he is to bless us now. That's a quote from St. Teresa of Avila. This is just another way to say what this song so aptly reminds us of. We want God to do something, and he wants to use us to do it. Well, I just couldn't bear the thought of people living in poverty, children sold into slavery. The thought disgusted me, so I shook my fist at heaven. I said, God, why don't you do something? He said, I... The context of our memory verse today tells this story so well. What good is it, dear brothers, says James chapter 2, verse 14 through 20. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say, goodbye and have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now someone may argue, some people have faith, others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith, for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even the demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? So what is faith? Well, the book of Hebrews says in chapter 11, verse 1, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So faith in Christ as Savior is the confidence that what we hope for, eternal salvation, is found in Christ. The assurance, other versions say the conviction, that even though we don't see it now, it has come to pass. Now Ephesians teaches us that we are saved through faith. By grace. And grace is when God gives us something we don't deserve. Our salvation is because of God's grace. He's giving us salvation, even though we didn't do anything to deserve it. In fact, we can't do anything to deserve it, but we receive it through our faith. In our good deeds? No. Through our religious practices? No. Through our own faithfulness? No. It is a gift of God. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. Interesting. Just another confirmation that because we are believers, it's time for us to do something. Now, in the backstory of our song, Matthew West talks about meeting Andrea, a former University of Colorado student who had chosen to spend a semester abroad learning microfinancing in Uganda. Now, while there, she happened upon an orphanage in critical condition, and the children were being badly neglected and even abused. Her heart broke for these orphans who'd had no advocate. And that's when this college student decided to do something. She called her parents and said, I'm not coming home. She refused to leave these children until something was done to improve the conditions. By by sheer determination and refusal to give up, Andrea and her sister convinced the Ugandan government to close down that orphanage, which left about 40 children with no place to go. 
and the government handed the children to her. Uh, Andrea brought this need back to the States with a new vision and a desire to create a safe place for these children to grow and learn. And today, Musana, which means sunshine, is a thriving orphanage in Uganda, housing over 100 children. Andrea prefers spending most of her time in Uganda, not the U.S. She's a long way from a sorority house or a college campus. She's reaching the world and bringing hope to people one helpless child at a time. And when asked what it was that made her fight for these children, she simply said, I just kept thinking, if I don't do something, who will? And Matthew says, Andrea's story floored me. Today, so many of us Christians talk so much about being the hands and feet of Christ, but never really display what that looks like. And Andrea has gone to the extremes to show us all what wild abandon to the cause of Christ looks like. It's not about talking. It's about doing. And it's time for us to do something. So step one, faith in Christ and accept his gift of salvation. Step two, do something because that's what God has prepared for us. When we drill down into our memory verse, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Let's look further at that word action. In the Greek, it is the word ergon, which is... um, It's another word for work. It's a deed, action, that carries out or completes an inner desire or an intention or a purpose. You see, Andrea had faith in Christ and Ergon, actions that carry out and complete her inner desire, her intention, and her purpose. And if you look up our verse in the Amplified Bible, which, by the way, these are two Bible interaction tool exercises, or bites for short, Um, A word study is a bite. It's a habit that I use sometimes to look a little bit closer at the text. Um, Looking or studying in a variety of translations, like looking at it in the Amplified Bible or the Amplified version of the Bible, is another bite, Bible interaction tool exercise. But if you look up James 2.17 in the Amplified, it says, So also faith, if it does not have works, which is deeds and actions of obedience to back it up, by itself is destitute of power, inoperative, or dead. And I don't know about you, but I don't want a faith destitute of power. I don't want a dead faith. I want a vibrant, obedient faith that accomplishes the purposes of the Creator whom my faith is in. But that leads me to my next thought. What is it that God has for me? (laughs) I spoke with someone I love a few weeks ago, and she admitted that she doesn't have a passion for anything. And I don't want a flame. I want a fire, just like the song says. And this idea of a lack of passion is very foreign to me. But perhaps it's not for you. Perhaps you too are in a position of my loved one. So if you don't have a passion or you just can't seem to identify it, what's my advice? Ask God to reveal it. He is described as the revealer of mysteries. So ask the revealer of mysteries to reveal that passion he has placed in you. Remember what Ephesians chapter 2 says, God prepared these good works in advance for us. You see, he has a plan. So ask him. We don't all have to go to Africa to do something. God can reveal why he has you where he does right now in your current community, your current family, your current position. Sometimes I think we try to complicate it. You know, I was reading in Ezekiel this week and was struck by these verses in chapter 18, starting verse 5. It says, Suppose a certain man is righteous and does what is just and right. He does not feast in the mountains before Israel's idols or worship them. He does not commit adultery. 
He is a merciful creditor, not keeping the items given as security by poor debtors. He does not rob the poor, but instead gives food to the hungry and provides clothes for the needy. He grants loans without interest, stays away from injustice, is honest and fair when judging others, and faithfully obeys my decrees and regulations. Anyone who does these things is just and will surely live, says the Sovereign Lord. It reminds me of what pure religion is, as defined by James, just the chapter before our memory verse this week. It says, pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Well, in my small community alone, there are ways to care for widows and orphans. My husband and I have been very active in CASA, which is court-appointed special advocates, volunteers who advocate for children in the foster care system, which is our country's version of orphans. Um, There's an after-school tutoring organization that meets the needs of students struggling in our community. Often these kids are being raised by their grandmothers or single mothers, which is our modern-day widow. Internationally, there are organizations like Compassion International where you can financially sponsor a child and rescue them from poverty and provide education, health care, spiritual guidance, all while knowing their name and pouring into their lives through letters and communication. A21 Campaign is an organization dedicated to beat human trafficking worldwide, rescuing men, women, and children who are being exploited for manual and sexual labor against their will, and then prosecuting and bringing to justice those that make this possible. I have amazing friends who are doing something. Two of my closest friends have adopted children from foreign countries. Several are fostering children here in our community. One close friend adopted from the foster system. Another set of friends answered God's call as missionaries to Alaska. I work with fabulous teachers called to teach and model Christ's love and salvation in a Christian school setting. Others are living out that calling in a public school setting. One friend adopted a family and bring those children to church each week and have incorporated them into their lives through sleepovers and bonfires and just all around caring for them. Yet another teaches a women's Bible study at a prison. And then there are those who see a need and meet a need one at a time. I don't want a flame. I want a fire. Ask God to bless you with a burden. Ask him to reveal how he has wired you. Ask him to give you a vibrant, alive faith because Faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Helen Keller said, I am only one, but still I am one. I cannot do everything, but still I can do something. And because I cannot do everything, I will not refuse to do something that I can do. Final thought to a few of you listening in this week. When I make my next point, you're going to know that this is for you, okay? The call here is to do something, not everything. Now, many of you are already doing something, and this is not a call to do something else, but to do the something you are doing well and for his glory alone. So what's next? Well, read James chapter two in context. And to me, that means read the chapter before all the way through to the chapter after your focus chapter. And if you're going to do that, just go ahead and read the whole book of James, okay? Use BibleHub.com to click on the interlinear of James 2.17. Then you can click on the Greek word for action and complete a word study for yourself. And then ask God to make these truths come alive for you. And while you're in God's word this week, let me know how you're doing. Email me, michelle at michellekneezat.com. You can hop on Twitter at michellekneezat or Instagram at michellekneezat. You can go to uh, my Facebook page is michellekneezat, and we can talk about what you're learning.
Now, before I tell you what song will be featured next week, I want to thank any new subscribers who have subscribed recently, like Kaylin from Ohio, Madeline from Hong Kong, and Nancy from California. Welcome. Now, new subscribers to my website, they benefit from a one-page resource of my top five bites that I've used on the podcast. These are a great place to start. Subscribers will also benefit from an email that I send once a week. And in that email, you get a weekly memory verse resource to display on your smartphone, tablet, desktop. You can even print it out. You get an email recap of the week's episode, and you get instant access to any of the extra resources I create for my episodes from time to time. And all of that is just my way of saying thank you for listening. So head over to michellekneesat.com to subscribe today. And have you had a chance to write a review in iTunes for the podcast yet? This really encourages me, but it also helps me stay visible to new listeners. And as always, if you take the time to review my podcast, I will take the time to personally thank you right here on the podcast. Of course, you can listen to the podcast through iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. You can follow on Spotify or through Stitcher Radio or your podcast listening app of choice. Well, that's it for this episode of More Than a Song. Next week, I will use the song Greatness of Our God by Newsboys. If you liked this episode, would you mind sharing it with others? I've made it really easy. With just one click, you can share via Facebook, Twitter, or email. Just head over to michellekneesat.com forward slash 279. While you're there, I'd love to hear from you. Click on comment to join the conversation. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's word and consider his ways.